Behold, the day is upon us. Soon the sun will be turned to darkness and the moon into blood. Neither your silver nor your gold will be able to deliver you from the destruction. There is nothing that can stop me! For the final battle will be fought. No souls shall be saved. I will beat your ass to death! And all of the earth will be devoured in the fire of his jealousy. You're Goldberg, and I'm sick of it! As his fierce anger will not turn back until he has accomplished the intent of his heart. It's going to be a triple threat match for the World Heavyweight title! The day of reckoning is upon us. The heavens will shake, and the earth shall be laid bare. The great day of Armageddon has come. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 38 of the Ruthless Aggression Era podcast. The only place where we decipher and dictate the era that rose out of the ashes of attitude and delivered us evolution, winning everything. As always, I am Dave. Joining me is Big Sexy, but also joining us for the final pay-per-view of 2003, Armageddon 2003, is Dave Trainer. Dave with a Y that is. Also known as Superior Dave. <laughs> is that what it is? Um, is that why? Dave, we've known each other for it's about 10 years now or something. Many, moves. many, many, many years. Mahusa wrestling guy. fan. Uh, before you join, join, uh, join the party, let's say. I'm here. I'm welcome. Here to, I'm here to provide some much needed pizzazz to the podcast. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, so, how are you for starters? Very well. Glad welcome to, to the show. Yeah, man. And tell the world why you like wrestling and why you want to talk Armageddon in 2003 of all the pay-per-views to start <laughs> it, it, it gets more difficult why do I like wrestling it's, it's, the, it's the golden question but no I grew up loving the Hardy Boys Jeff Hardy my boy uh, so it pains me that he's not currently around during well he was yeah, and then he, decided he got offered rehab and he went no I won't look back and he's we all soon, make choices. soon to be popping up in um, NWA the TNA NWA TNA yeah mm. The inferior brand to WWE. <laughs> Actually, during that time, it was probably better. Let's well, we I started reviewing. Uh, I got managed to get hold of a lot of um, illegal downloads. <gasps> <laughs> um, I started uh, reviewing back in the early days. Uh, I started reviewing some of the early stuff, and you, you were main evented by 
Jeff Jarrett versus Razor Ramon in the rematch from the, their feud of 95 that nobody really probably asked for. Yeah, so is it sort of start yeah. as you mean to go on? Brian Christopher, world football. champion. Ken Our Shamrock truth. was the first world... I don't yeah, know if Arthur is world champion yet. Ron the Truth Killing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He, he, he was a big man then. He was a big star. Which speaks volumes. Yeah, but I suppose, though, there was very much, if you look at the roster, it was there wasn't many um, guys that made their name, apart from like your Samoa Joe and AJ Styles. Yeah. Christopher Daniels, yeah. AJ Everybody Styles, else, Samoa what ex-WWE, that WWE didn't want again or weren't All making money somewhere else. Shot straight to the yeah. top. Yeah. Someone leaves WWE and will be world champion in TNA next week. Your main event... Ryder. Rodrigue goes... Oh, Rano was fucking world champion within days when he was in TNA. Yeah. yeah. So many. Christian <laughs> was brilliant. No, I'm not... Like, Christian made me believe in Christian when he came back to the WWE. I was like, he has won the world title, so he's proven that he can do it. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Christian Bush was never on the card for me. So... Armageddon 2003. Armageddon 2003. Um, did you watch Sunday Night Pre-Show? I did. Who was on Sunday Night Pre-Show? It was gayer than gay Rico yeah. versus one John Heidenreich. Making his Hi. raw pay-per-view debut technically. Oh, yeah. He's in the arena. He's on, in the uh, ring that's set up for the pay-per-view. Technically, he's on the pay-per-view. On the technicality, that counts. <laughs> yeah. Pre-show. Heidenreich. The heat pre-show. With, uh, I don't know if, you, if you're familiar with how Heidenreich got introduced to the world. No. Um, he wanted everyone to beat his friend Little Johnny. Well, he's, yeah, he started out Austin. <laughs> no, that was the Jimmy. They were brothers, <laughs> or father and son, maybe. Well, um, well, little Jimmy. We started out where Austin got booted out of the uh, arena, and he wanted to get a ticket. He's outside with the fans for some reason, because like always, fans congregate outside an arena as a show's going on. This is Austin or Hagen? Austin. No, Hagenrack's one of the fans. Oh. I, I've got a ticket. Austin buys a ticket. I've also got a tape of my wrestling. And Hagenrack gets his spot and then he's seen backstage with an imaginary friend trying to get everybody to meet him. Um, he ha- he, had he introduced a- Trish Stratus to Little Johnny. Yeah, he has a couple of interactions with mid-carders backstage um, building to tonight. It's a classic WWE His loss. In a minute and a half to Rico on the pre-show. Big debut. <laughs> so the actual pay-per-view itself, um, the attendance, uh, it's a pe- I say a peak for uh, B-shows, but 12,500 in attendance. Um, you know what I think it is? The McFoley effect. It is. It's got to be. It's a thing. The uh, McFoley effect. It's, uh, yeah, with buy rates and with uh, peaking um, audience, attendance audience at home and not just in the arena when Mick Foley's knocking about it's weird Mick Foley sells I think no I, I, I disagree I think it's just utter coincidence <laughs> but it is the uh, Mick Foley the Mick Foley we were going sells. we were on a downhill slope until Mick Foley got added to be the referee for Nash against Triple H and then, and then, then 200,000 more buys for the next pay-per-view this going from two gentlemen who've just been to see Mick Foley live and in person I'm saying it is the Foley effect Mick Foley sells Mick That's what I'm saying. <laughs> no, he does. But so, does he sell enough to get that many people involved? It's in the Foley effect. We've been through this many times before. Mm. I'm on Team Mike here. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Barrett's. Um, so, to cast your mind back, we'll go back two pay-per-views. So, SmackDown's last pay-per-view, which is No Mercy, uh, that had 275,000 buys, 8,500 people in attendance with a live gate of half a million. Survivor Series... That had a buy rate of 450,000, which is expected. It's one of the big mm-hmm. four. Um, 13,500 in attendance with a live gate of 7,500. 
$723,000. Get there in the end. Armageddon. Raw's last pay-per-view was 360,000 buys. Unforgiven. Unforgiven. 240,000 buys for the final pay-per-view of the year. Ooh. With a live gate of 12 and a half, generating $450,000 on the live gate. So that means that that's a lot, obviously, cheaper to get in mm. ticket price. If you well, think, it's right, Christmas time, you know, everyone's buying presents. No, if you think Survivor Series... Also, the, it's a terrible card. It's a, <laughs> it's an awful <laughs> card. as well. We've sold zero tickets. Let's just do budget tickets for everyone. Got, that's kind of gone to the idea. If you think that 13,500 people at Survivor Series generated 700,000, where only 12,500 is generating 450,000, just that alone mm. is just, it's, we need to pack. And it, it looked good. Right now, don't get me wrong, I like with Armageddon, it was one of them where it's not a big four, but they give it a little bit of added treatment with the staging and it's got its own gimmick. Yeah, I did like the um, the flaming rampway. Uh, the double A? No, the, the actual. Oh, the actual flames on the corners yeah. of the ramp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder how much they cost in gas. Well, that's it, man. Like, they don't repair it anymore because <laughs> it costs too much. But uh, when they were throwing yeah, money, just thing. shitting money. I wonder how much that is. I think there will be pyro uh, tonight on the day we've recorded this since. Today is Mania Sunday. WrestleMania Sunday. Oh, happy fucking... Why? How have we missed it? Happy Mania happy Sunday. Mania Sunday. Happy Sunday. Mania Sunday. Happy Mania Sunday, time listening to this, I hope Mania was worth the watch. <laughs> yeah. let's, uh, let's pretend it's only happens when you're hearing this. Can you believe Lesnar won again? How good was Mania? Charlotte <laughs> Flair now holding both belts. No one's allowed. Coffee Kingston buried once again. <laughs> Winner of the Andre Moore Battle Royale. EC3. Them SNL guys. <laughs> And Triple H is retired. So <laughs> <laughs> he done. Batista is going to show up on SmackDown. Uh, King Booker's coming back. But yeah, um, twelve hours of solid entertainment. Wow, it's it's a nice starting. short, nice short mania. Like for, for the guys in America, like what start three in the afternoon or something like that. Must four in the afternoon. Well, I mean, it's better than it's like nine. No, of course. Four tomorrow afternoon. Of course, <laughs> but fucking hell, it's it's a long day for any for everybody mm. around the world, no matter what time. Nine, ten hours of content. It's too much. So the argument make it a two-day thing or a three-day thing? No! Why do you know these fucking matches? <laughs> right, there is no emphasis in, in character development or storyline because you have got, as this is proven, uh, proven how many storylines they've actively got going on on both rosters at this minute in time. If you put this... 50, three, four. No, but that's the problem. Or five. Every match that is on the card, you could take... 10%, 20% of that away, only have 9 matches, 10 matches, um, but then add an extra bit of time that you've spent into building up, which is not much time, it's a little bit of time to kind of get the fans to be that a little bit more invested yeah. in the more important and ones. And they build up for the three months before Mania at the start but of the year. But look how many twists Everyone wants the WrestleMania moment, they're yeah. working hard for the WrestleMania moment, and then they just throw everyone at WrestleMania, like, let's just throw enough shit at the wall and it'll stick. Like, that is, is the exact. Is there anyone on the battle royal that's not going to have a WrestleMania moment? It's like, oh, uh, just stick him in the battle royal. No, but I do understand. Everyone gets paid. Yeah. No, but that's a good thing to an extent. Is it? It means that it removes the mystique and the the victory of a WrestleMania moment. But if you don't need getting, you don't need WrestleMania moments where 
And they are. I, I agree as much as I disagree. I agree because a battle royal is that your WrestleMania moment. I was the first one to get eliminated. <laughs> where a guy was that more bothered about oh I'm next in the popcorn stand than they were watching me getting thrown out because mm. it's an upsetting sight mm. watching that pre-show and it will be again tonight because it's in a fucking outdoor arena so it's middle going to be sunny middle of the afternoon no pyro no more you've got a big LED board which is not going to show up the greatest it's going to be tough so yeah I hope everybody loved Wrestlemania (laughs) I hope it was brilliant I enjoyed the pre-show yeah yeah. I hope everyone thought the pre-show was fucking top notch but we're here to talk about Armageddon it's December the 14th 2003 Um, as always I watched the uh, I think this was a tag classic rip because I still got Booker T's I got around two, I got two hours, 35 minutes and 32 seconds to be precise on the network, gentlemen. It was two hours, 33 minutes and one second. Mm. I got DVD fucking adverts again. Then, it didn't fly one again, I, I bet you. That big flare one pops up all the time. Bloodbath. <laughs> World's greatest cage. Have you ever seen that? natural DVD yeah no just the trailer I used to have it on DVD and it's such a poorly presented and put together yeah it's but Hardy Boys in a cage yeah I've got Unforgiven 2000 on VHS I don't need that DVD (laughs) (laughs) Um, the opening uh, video package uh, it's quite good how it focused on the Goldberg Triple H Kane and it had all the Armageddon the end is near elements to it but it kind of annoyed me because they, they got it wrong now I'm not a biblical person do you know they were they were quoting biblical references yeah they were putting all the they were uh, putting the jargon yeah but one one they got wrong and one they got right um they had Jeremiah 30.3 for behold the days upon us but actually Jeremiah 30.3 is the days are coming declares the Lord well someone's done his homework and uh, there are however so many revisions of the bible that maybe no this this version, was the newest version maybe one version sent. and this was the version that was linked back and it would have been used in 2003 so it would have been the version that they would have referenced well lordy does <laughs> but they didn't get it right with joel 2.31 where they said the sun will return to darkness and the moon turned into blood the end is near um and garcia kicks off the show in that poof of patronism America the, the thing introducer why didn't Fink just sing it <laughs> I would I'd rather yeah. listen to Fink sing yeah. that song than Lillian so we've got uh, Lillian Garcia Lillian Garcia uh, singing the national anthem spattered with uh, clips footage Kevin Dunn cuts to well, all these racially hated <laughs> yeah, signs because I'm not looking familiar Fuck Saddam's a cunt <laughs> we're in that era where that fuck Saddam hadn't they just killed Saddam. I yes. assume this is a right yeah, 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 yeah. We've got him. Yeah, right. Yeah, okay. yeah. Um, so there is uh, a young follower of the troop, support of the troops in the audience with a sign. It's uh, <laughs> Saddam Hussein. They're smelling the, the smell cell. In the cell. Now, that was played on the big screen the exact moment that Lillian Garcia did a key change. And then it cuts back to her. There's a huge pop, and she thinks they're popping for my singing. Like, <laughs> nah, man, that's not you. It ain't about you. And then again, they, pop, they cut to another uh, fan with a sign. Uh, 
was it America? One down, one to go, Iraq and <laughs> Afghanistan. USA, USA, USA. Lillian Garcia in the ring, like they fucking love me, they love me. Since you're, a, you're a superstar. They're not popping for you. Huh? Um, I also noticed that a fan in the sign, a fan in the sign. I also noticed sign in America. Yeah, America. <laughs> I also noticed the sign um, which said. It was brilliant. It was uh, all written in fucking, is like red and green. It was, my husband made me come to Armageddon. Yeah, and my went, did he? <laughs> Not the reason you'd let him come. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's a way to kick off the show. Weird because they seem to use Lillian in non big oof. I know it's the last pay per view 2003, but last oof. But Lillian to well, uh, sing the national anthem, it's not WrestleMania. They started as they mean to go on, because this pay-per-view is spattered with filler. Oh, like, fucking hell, yeah. How can we draw this out to make it three hours? How can we get a three-hour pay-per-view? Let's have Lillian Garcia sing the national anthem. That'll, that'll three hours. I'll, say, I'll give yeah. an answer to that question as we don't and make it two and a half hours. Yeah. <laughs> Try though they might. <laughs> Throw as much fluff and as much filler in as you can and still only make two and a half hours. Our opening contest... Mark Henry versus Bucket. Why? Why? <laughs> Tell me you didn't just do that. We've uh, been having this for a month, two and a half months. I don't know if you're familiar with how SmackDown have been kicking off their shows and their pay-per-views over the last maybe six months. They've taken the WCW element of fast-paced cruiserweights. Well, that's the way. You want to get the, the energy from the crowd. Uh, you want to start with straight a away. fast-paced, energetic, get the crowd invested. Boom, let's kick off the pay-per-view. So right how have Raw done it? So we'll start Completely with opposite. Mark Rest Hold Henry. <laughs> Oh my god! The rest holds. Oh my god! He had like two or three offensive moves, but it was it was a it was a mixture of rest holds and a terrifyingly botched power bomb. Uh, <laughs> are you familiar with how we got here? To Mark Booker Henry versus Mark, Booker T uh, through Mark Henry versus Booker T on every <laughs> other TV show. Sort of. <laughs> Apparently, it started at Survivor's, but I'm sure it started like before that. No, but they're linking back. This is what uh, they're linking back every storyline to. Oh, back at Survivor Series, so and so put so and so over. Okay. Yeah, that's like uh, Randy Orton and uh, Rob Van Dam. That's got links way back to the Survivor Series. The, you've got this one. The, it's Batista and HBK. Batista, that's, yeah. I was. That's exactly that. What that match is built around. The fact that Batista they had a cost him the match. Yeah, yeah. it's with a. Tiger Bomb called DAR. Oh, yeah, the, the, the Tiger Bomb. The Tiger Bomb. Even though he's his own finishing. Has he never seen. So JR's never seen a Jamie Noble match. Obviously not. Because oh, it's SmackDown. <laughs> <laughs> no, he doesn't watch SmackDown. So the match itself then, uh, Mark Henry, he comes out first and Booker's next. The crowd was pretty hot to an extent. I don't know. Booker. Pre- they like Booker. Oh, yeah, yeah. Booker T's still yeah. over, surprisingly, having been buried earlier in the year. Uh, he's, <laughs> yeah. still got a, he's still got a, a few fans in the in the audience, which credit to him. Because they want redemption. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Booker, he clubs to start. Henry just shoves him straight off. Henry gets a clothesline, body slam, and another clothesline sends Booker to the floor. Uh, that's probably like one of Mark Henry's probably second most offensive moment in this match. Because the headlocks, then that's not offensive. It doesn't count. Ugh. It's just because Mark Henry. It's just rest holes in the you. There was a really gassed. awkward bear hug. Where, yeah, and when he does look in the bear hug, King says something that really pissed me off. Have you ever been in a ring with anybody that, that resembles or has a strength resembling that of Mark Henry ever? Well, I was in the ring with Andre the Giant, and I guess he would come, uh, you know, the closest to having that that strength. 
I'm doing the fucking floor with Henry. Yeah. Let's see it. Actual life, it'd be slow. Mm, I would uh, love to see that. It'd be really. Even Andre in his like, peak where he'd fly off top turnbuckles and stuff, it'd still be slow. Yeah. Andre would be stronger than Henry. Wrestling sure. in treacle. <laughs> I thought. Um, a backbreaker by Mark Henry gets a two count. Henry then digs his knee into Booker's back while pulling back on his leg. Um, after about 30 seconds, Booker breaks it by raking the eyes. I don't understand why it'd take a wrestler that long to think of, to go for the eyes. Wait a second, I, my hands are free. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what are these? I could do literally anything to him with my hands. Uh, back in the ring, a missile dropkick by Booker gets two. Uh, but Teddy Long distracts Booker and Henry decks Booker from behind. Headlock's here. Rest hold, rest hold. Uh, chin lock by Mark Henry. Booker though fights out again, but Henry clubs him into the back and then sets him back up into another one. Rest hold, rest hold, rest hold. Too many rest holds <laughs> on a pay per view as well. Um, if, if this is done, a raw match. If done correctly, the rest holds they can they can build tension of course they and can. drama. Look how good they used to be back in the day in a tag match. Uh, Booker goes into ropes. Henry gives him the bear hug. Uh, you mentioned earlier. Rest uh, hold. The third rest hold by Henry in about three minutes of actual fucking wrestling time. <laughs> Uh, Booker fights out with punches into the ropes, but Henry ducks him with a clothesline. Leg drop by Mark Henry misses due to Booker rolling out of the way. Kick to the face by Buck, then a heel kick into the ropes. Booker gets a forearm, kick to the gut, scissors kick, and that only gets him a two. I thought that was going to be the finish there. It should have been the finish yeah, because it's gone too long already. Yeah, why, why, why does he... I uh, I was questioning whether that was his finisher or not at this point. And I thought, we must be finishing this... If he's kicking out of the scissor kick, something must be finishing else. it at the bookend. Yeah, there's something must, else. Must, must be yeah. Oh, finish. Henry's going over. Yeah. Um, Henry sends him into the ropes, hits a spine bust of a two, into the turnbuckle, splash by Henry, into the other turnbuckle, clothesline by Henry, a leg drop gets a two, Henry's turning it on. He's got the crowd pumped <laughs> Henry picks him up and goes for the worst powerbomb that Mark Henry probably could have ever delivered or wished to deliver in this moment in time. Um, are you familiar with the one that Batista dropped to Shawn Michaels a couple of weeks before this? Uh, Shawn Michaels, sorry, it's Bob Van Damme. I am not. Um, he went to... Oh. It's weird. I think he meant to have lifted him uh, Rob Van Damme for a powerbomb when Rob Van Damme's in the seating position. Van Damme to jump over. Okay. But he didn't really let go until Van Damme was fully over and then let go. And Van Damme just went poof, crumpled in a big pile on his neck. It were inadvertent alley. I think if, it weren't the van, fact that Van Damme Excellent. was quite flexible and quite, it must be very, especially on his neck, very strong. Mm. It was okay. If that would have been somebody else, a bit bigger guy. He's green as grass. Yes, he is. <laughs> yeah. Definitely no as grass. He's been all Booker T though thankfully landed on his back from the powerbomb that got a two count. Booker fights back with another scissor kick that gets the victory. And according to JR, Booker had the fighting spirit just like the US troops in Iraq. America. Good call. USA. 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 Oh, been matched 10 minutes. Thoughts? Too long. <laughs> Absolute snooze fest. That's the pinnacle. It actually cuts from this to Bischoff backstage and he, I quote, says... That's not how I wanted to start Armageddon. <laughs> I couldn't have been more sure. I think he knew what he was going to do. He just dropped him. He didn't care how he landed. Look at this now. Booker T now going back downstairs. And Look at Booker this T now. Oh, the second scissors kick. The second scissors kick by Booker T. Nobody gets up from two scissors kicks, do they? Booker T with a run. Can he do it? Yes! He refused to stay down, refused to die, 
comes away with a hard, hunting hard ball victory. Well, it's just like you say in any sport. You let your competition hang around and hang around, and eventually something bad is going to happen, and there is something bad. The big scissor kick happened to Mark Henry. I think Mark Henry just basically ran out of gas. He beat on poor Booker T so long that he just, he was cooked. I'll tell you what, I'm, I'm proud of Booker T's effort. Very proud. A great victory here for Booker T. Well, you're not as proud as Booker T is right now. He's one happy man. We can dig it. Damn. That is not how I wanted to start off Armageddon. But you two, I know I can count on you two. Tonight, in Eric Bischoff's Battle of the Sexes, you're going to get it done. Well, listen, Eric, I wanted to come talk to you about this Battle of the Sexes. Actually, Eric, we just wanted to say thank you. Thank you for making this Battle of the Sexes against Lita and Trish tonight, because you saw last week, they embarrassed us on Raw when they didn't accept our flowers. They cost us the tag team titles. We had them. We had them won. I was about to win the bet. I was about to win one shiny Canadian dollar. But the really big picture here is, Lita embarrassed me in front of all my peeps. Well, she embarrassed me. You know how I feel about Lita. The only reason she's still here is so you two can embarrass her any way you see fit. So have a good time out there. Listen, I still want to tell you what I think about this hey. battle. Did you... What is that? I don't know, but I want to talk about the battle. Wait a minute. That's Foley's entrance music. The hell is that doing on? I have a concern. Does Bischoff, when he says that the only reason that Lita is still around is so that you can embarrass her in any which way you see fit, is he authorising something that he shouldn't be authorising? It's pretty dark. <laughs> the implications are pretty dark. <laughs> but this is 2003 where... America, we can do what we want. Women are there for even though play you know, pieces. I can't. Three quarters of this, the match are Canadian. I'm sure they should beat upon that yank. But we're America. <laughs> I did enjoy that. Um, looking back and seeing, watching that, and the actual physical interaction between the men and the women, that is, it looks like with well, how the dirt sheets are talking about it with what happened at the Rumble with Nia Jackson stuff. That actually ever does become a thing where intergenders and it's not going to be even that level. It's how much offense can the bulk have? Yeah. Because mm. you'll put Braun against Nia Jax, he's still going to kick the fuck up. Well, Her punches and forearms won't hurt him. Well, I mean, the same with, I mean, you could argue that, say, Rey Mysterio versus Braun Strowman. Like, you just have to approach it from a different way. Yeah, but Nia Jax isn't going to do a handspring, somersault, plancher and fucking head scissors into a 619. I imagine Nia Jax versus Braun Strowman is a mismatch. <laughs> Probably not going to get booked. Well, I'd like to see it now. I'd love to see it. <laughs> we can help. <laughs> Made you 36, anyone? <laughs> Up next, Raw continues as Mick Foley comes out. Our new co-GM. Are you familiar with the current managerial structure within the Raw brand. Indeed, yes. We've uh, got rid of Stone Cold. We've immediately replaced him with Mick Foley, who wants to bring back Stone Cold. Makes sense. The petition has now reached a million, million signatures. Who were? Not that many really thinking about it. But I like the little Doctor Evil reference. <laughs> well, I, think, I think it was dated in 2003. <laughs> yeah. uh, Mick Foley, he says that he usually watches the WWE pay-per-views with his buddy Chris in his house in Seaford. Uh, but tonight is here in Orlando. Cheap up. Thumbs up. <laughs> Proud part. <laughs> Love it. Uh, he says he has good news. The petition to bring back Steve Austin now has one million signatures. And he says that show that shows how much the fans want Austin back. And he asks if there's somebody in the back who wants to. Who is it? The Rocket. What? <laughs> what on earth is 
somebody that you'd love to celebrate with. Celebrate! Celebrate! Dance to the music, they are! Macy Keebler. I'm going to tell you something. Mick Foley is doing a great job as Coach EM. And he, oh, here we go. 41 and a half inches long. America. Really not. not no. In England it would be. Basically all I've learned is that people aren't that bothered about getting Stone Cold back. No. One million signatures. No, I, yeah, I tried to base it on, uh, I don't know if you, at the start of the pay-per-view where they show the, you get the still of Bischoff and the crowd go, hey, boo. And then it uh, goes to the still of McFoley and the crowd go, hey. Mm -hmm. Compare that to Austin on Raw when his showed up, the pop compared to McFoley's. I tend to see how people want Austin back a bit more. So I don't think Mick's been seeing the rap people because I think there's more than a million people. Yeah, he's not trying hard enough. No. A lot of people going no. off WWE.com. No, they're not. Or he's just not hitting the streets with that petition board. Because that's where he'd have to be. There's no Twitter back then, is there? No, no. MySpace. Maybe on his MySpace board. I don't think MySpace board. was it on his Bebo. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think MySpace was big until 105. <laughs> um, so Stacey comes out, she does a cartwheel, she gets Mick to do a cartwheel. Gratuitous upstairs, <laughs> 2003 America. Yeah. <laughs> Jerry, Jerry Lawler is usual Jerry Lawler. Stacey got chilled with an outfit though. Uh, but then Randy Orton in ring gear comes out with Ric Flair. Stacey, she's left fucked off, she just disappears. Yeah, yeah. Gets up and goes. Uh, Randy hopes Mick didn't hurt his hand uh, doing the cartwheel because he's got a counter fall with his title on the line, with Robin Nam's title on the line tonight, sorry. Uh, but. Mick Foley being Mick Foley and being now co-GM and he can do what he wants say, well, I'm ready. And his referee, it wasn't quite. You remember No Way Out 2000 where Mankind wasn't ready for Triple H, but Mankind knew somebody who was. Oh, yeah. And he took the mask <laughs> off and he ripped his shirt off. Cactus, Cactus Jack, Jack was there. Jack. The crowd Big went pop. wild. <laughs> this didn't really have that same effect. No. Woo, referee! <laughs> so you tell me that, because Foley had a shirt on underneath his ref shirt. <laughs> So he was wearing all layers under them lights. Yeah, and he's he's not not a sweaty man. <laughs> yeah, true. With all that air as well. So it's on for that IC title. I take a match of the night. Randy Orton, can you make it one win out of one for Evolution and Ooh. go home with the gold? This being the evolution of the game. Maybe he can. A bit of foreshadowing, perhaps. Oh, reference the Daniels. <laughs> Well, Randy, it certainly appears as if you want to go. Wait a minute. Uh -oh. What is, what is Foley doing? Oh, what is this going to be? 
Hold up. There's that stuff. So if you want it so bad, I don't see any damn reason why we can't have that match right now. Right now? What? I don't think that's what Orton had in mind. RVD, if you're back there, we're waiting on you. Showtime. Showtime? Look at this. Orton came out here to confront Foley, but wait a minute, we're going to have to get... This match was not scheduled. Ow! I think it's going to happen right now, don't you, JR? Absolutely. Let's get it on. thoughts on uh, Randy Orton 2003 this is when he was trying this is when he actually cared about putting on a good match so yeah this I watching this like Did it say with Brock on Smackdown like when he when he tries when he cares he can put on a solid match mm. like him and RVD RVD is always great but never see, amazing see, like I think yeah. uh, falling out with RVD right. oh, okay. so I had a thing with RVD where I knew there'd be somebody who I really used to mark the shit out for when I was younger Whereas an adult looking back would irritate me. And Bill Madame is said person. Irritating. Five moves of doom, people, bitch on Cena. Watch a Rob Van Dam match. Finish out. I mean he's but he sells. It what he does he he falls short of the same sort of downfall that a lot of people like your Dolph Ziggler's he sells so well that he'll never get over as a major winner. No, he, he looks because, like a little Because, because he, he, he looks so yeah. good getting yeah. beat up. Yeah. Well, he I thought, takes I always said that takes. Rob Van Damme would have been mega in the era of Michaels and Brett. As a sort of work. A main event? Yeah, yeah. You, you have Rob Van Damme in 96, 95 main eventing and doing his style against Michaels' as high-flying thought. High flying style, yeah. moonsault. That's not Brett's quite a moonsault. Yeah. Brett's technical style would have worked. I mean, Rob Van Dam. He doesn't look intimidated. Yeah, he's kicks and punches and stuff. But the minute Rob Van Dam takes a power move, he's selling it and he's yeah. down five minutes. And then you're waiting for him to do the yeah. and come back those and get educated feet. Those no, that was Edge Pack. I think you'll find had the educated feet. Oh no, Rob Van Dam definitely has educated feet. Not as good as X Pack. <laughs> he was the originator. One, two, three, kid. One, two, three. Was the kid. originator of the educated feet. Fair. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so is IC title on the line. Mick Foley is the ref. Referee. Which I smell shenanigans. Ooh. Already. <laughs> Foley's the fifth member of Evolution. <laughs> that would kill it. Yeah, that would have killed it. Randy <laughs> <laughs> uh, Orton, he punches uh, RVD in the gut to start, but RVD hits a leg sweep to send Orton to the ground. One of the good things I do like about uh, Rob Van Damme's moveset is he's still, even in this day and age, he's still very quick. So he can, it, like, it, before you know it, he's done a leg sweep and you're fucking out floor and you don't even realise how you got there. Yeah. But then it's... So well, it's nice that it, as well as it worked in 96, 97, Michael's heart, It'd work just as well now with sort of the indie guys. Oh, NXT, definitely. Stick, stick definitely. Prime RVD in NXT uh, The now. problem is, when 
why Robert Lamb is not seen as a big thing now, I think, is because look at the flip de doos that happen now compared to Robert Lamb's flip de doos. When he did flip de doos in the 90s, people didn't do them. No. Everyone so his, his flip de doos were special because yeah. no one did them. Now it's all about uh, some indie dickhead in front of 300 <laughs> people will do a flip de doo of 90,000 spins and sacrifice his life and his wife's life. For that $50 paycheck. Because, but so Roman Dan Roman Dan split like a moonsault at the corner. That used to be amazing until John Morrison did all the fucking spins yeah. on it. Stick a few rotations. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's How many times can the human body rotate? 2030, main event WrestleMania, the 1080 degree splash. Yeah. Yeah. Well, will you wait till you see Ricochet tonight? He's going to do a 90,000 degree splash <laughs> off Alistair Black's fucking back. It's going to be amazing. Intep fans. It's going to no, be amazing. Um, if that actually happens. <laughs> you heard it here first. It upsets me when I wrote this next line while I was watching the match. Um, headlock by Randy Orton. Um, it's quite a headlock city by Mr. Orton in this match. He must have been studying Mark Henry. Yeah. He wants, uh, he wants a piece of that rest hold see, action. One thing about this match that irked me was the fans. They were All we could they hear from the fans was, Woo! Woo! It was... They just kept, the fans they all about Flair. No, but it was a raw... It yeah, had it a was. raw appeal, it had a raw crowd, it didn't have a pay-per-view feel of a pay-per-view crowd. No, it had, they had a, a rather disinterested crowd. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, so, a headlock by all and this time it's reversed into a head scissors. They exchange a bunch of moves, uh, ducking and countering, which was... It was a nice little fast opening to the match, which should be... You've got two guys that should be able to put on quite a decent match. Uh, Roman Dam is a low drop kick to the gut. To the top, RVD gets a big crossbody for two. Orton goes to the apron, punch misses, and RVD kicks him down to the ground. RVD with a cannonball off the top, sends Orton down. He rolls him back for a springboard leg drop. It misses, though. Um, RVD up to the top, facing the crowd. Orton shoves him, and RVD eats a chin on the barricade, which he can sell it quite well. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure if that was needed to be sold, because... I don't think he put his hands in in front of his face quick enough. That no. He ate that a little bit. Yes. And it's, uh, it, it's, I don't think there's much form. The fans in the front row enjoyed that one. Yeah, just a touch. <laughs> this the spot with the, the choking. So we've got Orton choking. Um, Ron Van Damme and Mick Foley starts counting to five. Stops at four to pull Orton off. Why not just count to five and DQ him? I was, uh, I didn't. Told you. Foley is the next member of Revolution. Yeah. Uh, Tile uh, match leeway. He yells, at Flair, he yells at Flair on the floor. Uh, Orton stomps away in the corner. Hard whipping to a turnbuckle by Orton. Um, into the ropes, crossbody by Rob Van Dam, but then Orton then follows up with a clothesline. Um, Orton, he rams Rob Van Dam's head into the turnbuckle a few times. It gets a two. And then back to a chin lock. It was, yeah, headlock Headlock City. We always say, and it's one of the things we try and compare that with, Mark Henry and Booker T, they've wrestled like three times in the last month. But the headlocks that you expect to see on Raw, you're expecting to be replaced with actual moments and spots on the pay-per-view. Yeah. Which one, what makes the pay-per-view much bigger? Yeah. They, they haven't... They, this is the time of pay-per-view buys as well, so you're talking like, in America, what, $30 for a pay-per-view? Yeah. You're paying $30 to see a match that you can see every week on Raw, full of rest holds and high-risk pushes. Yeah. Uh, Rob Van Damme, he hits the split-legged moonsault, like I said, too. And then Orton, he picks uh, Rob Van, uh, Van Damme for the powerbomb, uh, but then catches him into the netbreaker, which is like the, I don't know how you describe it, like a reverse RKO. Inverted RKO? Mm. Spin out reverse RKO. One man 3D. <laughs> <laughs> no, one man reverse 3D that the commentator... What? Yeah? Backside <laughs> 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 netbreaker. Yeah, yeah. 1.5D. 1.5D. 
Uh, Rob Van Dam, he comes back with a rolling thunder, kick to the face of Flair, and Orton gets a quick roll up for two. RVD goes for the kick, but Orton holds it, and Rob Van Dam hits another side kick. Um, this is towards, you could, you felt it was getting towards the end because Rob Van Dam was kicks were getting faster. It's, but give me some more offense than just a yeah, give me yeah, building up yeah. to finish. Nice, that's educated beat. RVD up to the top, but Flair onto the apron with the brass knuckles and Foley decks him. But Orton drop kicks him off the top rope. They both get up. Orton RKO for the finish around 18 minutes. See, you know what I love to see? Incontinental champion. No! When Foley hits Flair, RVD to still go for the frog splash, but then out of nowhere, RKO. Mm. When your move's that good, you only need one move. You do. And it's a, but imagine if that, but this could have that could have been the first RKO out of nowhere. Okay, I'll give you credit. I think Nate's had something. He had an international object in his hand. Looked to me like something metal. And Van Dam, man, he got taken right off that. Oh, there's no! The RKO! Out of nowhere! Orton got the RKO! He's got both legs up! And Orton wins it! Man, out of nowhere! <laughs> and the new Intercontinental Champion, Randy Orton! I'm in shock! We got a new champ, Mick Foley actually counted three, JR. But well, ladies and gentlemen, it is Sunday, December 14th, and Randy Orton has just won his first WWE Championship. The Intercontinental title is now in the camp of evolution around the chiseled waist of young Randy Orton. And you got it, admit, JR, look at it. It looks good in his hand. It looks better around his waist. And this has got to bode well for Evolution tonight at Armageddon. Look at Orton, look at his reflection in that Intercontinental Championship belt. Oh, he's so proud. I hand it to Rob Van Dam for being a great fighting champion. I think Van Dam was going on guts and instinct the majority of this matchup. Well, I'm going to tell you something. It was a tremendous match. And that, that RKO came out of nowhere. It was just, it was just unbelievable. Great. Uh, Vic Flair, he's got, he puts the belt on Orton and they celebrate with Vic. Vic Flair's like a proud father. <laughs> Done. He's like, yes, that's one in the bag. Well, that's pretty much his role for the evening, Vic Flair. Is, uh, it has been his role for ages. <laughs> but people want him. He's getting a lot of paydays. He's getting a lot of He is, he, but he, he, he gets loads of paydays. He's always there. He's on every TV show, every pay-per-view. But the crowd always cheer for him. And like I mentioned earlier, with the crowd just wooing. Woo! Yeah, the crowd still want to see, see he's him. Gonna, he's going to get at least three paydays today. Because he's, he's out of the Orton. He's going to come out with Petit he's probably going to come out with Triple H mm. now according to uh, the dirty daves of the world backstage in the WWE many think that the creative team handled the Mick Foley angle very poorly uh, the creative team on the opposite is excited saying it's part of a bigger storyline and will lead to something big uh, somehow the angle is rumoured to lead to Stone Cold's return which is apparent in the near future or more interestingly uh, Mick Foley's return no. at WrestleMania <laughs> Uh, there may be a match being planned at WrestleMania 20 with Mick Foley and The Rock versus Randy Orton and a partner. Or two. Or <laughs> two. Ooh. More foreshadowing. Up next, into gender time, Vitamin C, Christian, Chris Jericho versus Vitamin... K? Double D. <laughs> <laughs> Vitamin Double D. Double Amy Dumas and... Patricia. Oh. Probably real names. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, against uh, Jason Riso and Chris Irvin. Irvin, uh, is that Irvine? Irvine? 
Irvine? Yeah. yeah. Because is it Chris? Is it Tristratus? Is that a... Patricia Stratus? No one calls her Patricia. Pat. 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 Pat Stratus. Pat Stratus. Nice to meet you. <laughs> Woman's champion. Now, ladies and gentlemen, a match that Eric Bischoff signed. Oh boy! In my estimation, out of pure spite, it will be Eric Bischoff's battle of the sexes: Trish and Lita versus Chris Jericho and Christian. The question is, is this a love story gone awry? Is this about love, or is this about ego? <laughs> Hi, I'm Jericho. Hi. I thought you could use some company. Oh, thanks so go. much. I'll keep that. Thank no, you. No, seriously, like, <laughs> what is going on between the two of you? I don't know, Lita. It's like, God, I'm just... I don't think I've ever felt like this before. I can't stop thinking about you. Night and day. All the time. I can't stop thinking about you no matter what I do. I don't want that to stop. What about you and Christian, anyway? We are through! You don't have to go anywhere because I got you your job back. You're not fired. I used the favor that Eric Bischoff gave me to, to get you your job back. For me? You did... Yeah, no big deal. Just... Thank you. Thank you. I'm telling you, C-Man, I'm telling you, the bet is gonna be over after tonight. I'm gonna seal the deal. Did you see when Molly knocked Lita down a ringside? I, I went over there, I picked her up real gentle. Like, we had a moment. Big deal. I've been making out with Trish for the last three weeks. Oh, She's been on. falling for every single thing I've been saying. It's been absolutely pathetic. I've never felt this way before. She's never felt this way before. How pathetic. How sad is that? Sad. I'll tell you something <laughs> else. She's gonna be feeling something. She's never felt right. before later tonight. Oh, yeah. Because I told you from the start, I could nail Trish before you nailed Lita. I'm gonna win the bet, Christian. I'm gonna win it tonight. Is that so? That's so. Well, I got one dollar. Canadian says that you're wrong. Yeah. I can't believe how stupid that broad was. And I'll broad you like that. <laughs> There's a lot of rumors flying around that you two are mad at us. We really, really hope that that's not true. But look at your faces. I mean, what did we do to you guys that, that, that would make you feel this way? Okay. You're mad at us because of that bet? It was just a joke. I mean, come on, Trish. You know the chemistry that we have. And Lita. You know Christian feels the same way. He gave up his Survivor Series favor so you could keep your job. You know the real us. Trish, I'm begging you to please, please accept my apology. Trish, please. I've never felt this way about anybody ever. Accept my apology. Have a bet to see who was gonna get lucky first? Well, You're damn out. right it was a real bet, and I was just about to close the deal with Lita. I can't believe this. You've got to do something about this, Eric. At Armageddon, we've got a tag team matchup. It's gonna see Christian teaming with Chris Jericho. And their and opponents are going to be Lita and her partner, Trish. <laughs> and Eric Bischoff. 
Bishops, Battle of Assassins, and Armageddon. One of my favourite storylines. Because someone's always got to be fucking. And you're looking at me weird. I, you, I don't know if you legitimately mean something. No, I think it's brilliant. Yeah, yeah, I thought the whole thing was brilliant. Please elaborate. From the start. Because you had the ground, the, the, the foundations were set like a month ago with. Well, before Survivor Yeah, with, with Christian. Um, what, with Matt Hardy sacking off later. Well, no, it? that's only recent. That's only like a couple of weeks ago. Matt Hardy's in the last episode. This is like two months ago this started Ooh. with the ground. Before they, they set the foundations before and the groundworks before we even got to last month's TV tapings of betting over the dollar and Trish hearing it. For a month, Christian's been on it with Lita. Jericho's been on it with Trish. They're proper grinding them down. And I kept saying, well, Matt's going to be pissed. Matt's got to come back at some point and confront Christian. What are you hearing on my bed for, you prick? Little did he know, do they? It's all <laughs> Well, I... See, I, we, we spoke about this. Yeah, justice for Lita. Justice for Lita, because... Don't blame Matt's going around smashing cage doors in the face. Go on, fuck it. Next up, we're on TV. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you bastard! <laughs> Uh, so yeah, we got here tonight. Then so uh, all over the Canadian dollar, they both wanted a bang. Trish found out they wanted a bang, Uh-oh. and then they said, "Oh no, no, no! We was on the plane, have some flowers." So Trish and Leah decided to give them a bang with the flowers. They got the bang. Tonight. Jericho, he's playing the role of I'm unsure, and this is unsettling me, and I think I want to be the good guy. Christian wants to hurt women. <laughs> yeah, Christian is just, just malice. Just Christian dark. You don't want me. Women. Fuck you, I'm going to beat you till you want me. I'm going to undress uh, you slightly and then hurt you. Over on Sunday Night Heat, because uh, obviously things do happen over there apart from Rico getting victories. Rico? Uh, Terry interviewed Lita and Trish. Uh, Trish says that she's hurt by the whole situation. She thought Jericho was truthful to her and wasn't what the guy that he's come out to become. Um, as far as the match goes, anything goes, they're going to go out swinging, but they don't expect it to be easy. Yeah, it's... Uh, You're beat up, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> it is what it is. They know what Christian's thinking. <laughs> I think if it were two Chris Jericho's that really were apprehensive about the whole situation, they'd be like, yeah, do you know what, mate? Yeah, but we can take advantage of this yeah. situation. They're like, oh, no, Christian wants to do me in. <laughs> Christian's... Christian has no shame. Well, Christian's, off, Christian's <laughs> actual <laughs> offence, though, I think they might be okay. Yeah, it's not terrible. <laughs> the unpretty is going to hurt the girls. Yeah, it is. But that reverse DDT thing, that's just a back bump. Fair shot. I can't think of any other Christian move. That's uh, it, until he goes to TNA. Temper tantrum. He <laughs> <laughs> doesn't really have any until he goes to TNA. He doesn't have any moves, does he? Because when he goes to TNA, he starts using the frog. He does a bulldog, doesn't he? I think he does a bulldog. Well, therein lies the issue with Christian and Cage being bending. What's his moveset? The most important thing going for Christian is Edge. <laughs> yeah. It really is. That's why it's Edge and Christian. Not Christian like, Edge. I don't think you used to always call them Christian and Edge. Like, he was the only one that was a Christian mark, really. He was a Christian mark. Um, so, coming into this then, was there any way that they were going to have the women, before knowing what you know when you watched and what you watched, was there any way they were going to have the women be the dominant sex? Well, uh, it could definitely have been booked that way. They could have had the, the women dominate the match and catch everyone off guard. These two have come in overconfident, thinking we're just going to manhandle and destroy these two women. And they just get out, out wrestled. I enjoyed uh, JR being all like really angry and just like so sympathetic towards the women, but so, so 
aggressively angry. <laughs> so like when he's pissed off, JR, you fucking bastard. This is wrong. Yeah, See, was... I love Jericho in this, where he's just like, calm down, calm down. How good was Lita's bit, though, where Christian had that and said he just nutted him? Yeah. <laughs> that's how you do that. That's a great fucking. Lita came to fight. Yeah. Lita, that's the thing. Lita came. Lita's a little. She used to chill with the Hardys. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They used to get beat up all the time. That was their gimmick. Yeah, she was dropping Hurricane Runners off four cans of shit. In fact, she, she beat up Chrissy at WrestleMania 17. Yeah. There you go. This, they, they probably could have built it more, but it's. And not one mention of that. No, but like always. Like nothing happened. If it happened over a month ago. Irrelevant. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, so the match itself then. So Trish, uh, she comes in with a head to the takedown, but then gets a drop kick. Jericho pushes her off, tagging in Christian. He shoves Lita into the corner, grabs her hands, so she headbutts him in the face. Nice. Perfect. Uh, he chases her to the floor. She kicks him in the back and they get in the ring. Charged by Christian. Monkey flip by Lita. Head scissors gets her two by Lita. Uh, she goes into the ropes and Jericho decks her in the back. Body slam by Lita, tag it to Jericho. He body slams her, steps on her hair, and then pulls her by the arms. I'm like, yes. I knew, I knew we'd get a, uh, a point where Jericho would sort of start. Fuck yeah, do you not fuck him. <laughs> fuck him. Let's just do this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fuck him. Let's, yeah, no, like, well. let's just do it. Uh, Jericho's powerbomb attempt is reversed into a Rikorana by Lita for a two count. She tags in Christian. Um, he pulls off Lita's top, leaving her just in a bra. Michael? That's what I thought. But Lita was covering her chest, like embarrassed that her top had been took off. She's always taking her top off. And always had a fong on display. Yeah. She hasn't really got no why, why, why is she embarrassed here? Well, we've had a fairly competent intergender match at this point, up to this point, but then the WWE 2003 is like, ah, just get the boobs out. <laughs> well, you're not complaining about seeing the boobs. That's what people want to see. Um, he taunts her with the shirt. She gets a low blow while the referee is somehow looking at Jericho. Uh, and the crowd, I'm not going to lie, was fucking going nuts. This is probably the first time so far this evening. Yeah. And actually asked. We have we have action from the crowd. Because <laughs> yeah. it's raw, isn't it? And often they're 18 to 30 men. They've just seen a bra. Wait, to be fair, we did have the pop for all the racist crowd signs at the start of the night. Of and course. We were in for flair. So they were, they were recovering from that part. America. 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 Uh, Jericho, he takes Lita down. Jericho comes back in the ring, picks up Trish, looking at her in the eye. But then he comes from behind and sticks his dick and, um, and rolls up Trish. Gets the pinfall after about eight long minutes. This was Eric Bischoff battle of the sexes. These two men will be arrested. I don't know if Jericho saw that clothesline that uh, Christian put on Trish. What an episode of Monday Night Raw this is becoming as your winners are Chris Jericho and Christian, otherwise known as Vitamin C. 
Oh yeah, it's pay per view, isn't it? <laughs> yes, this isn't an episode of Raw. This is a pay per view. Yeah, $30 yeah. worth of entertainment. We right are here. going out on a whimper. We got a video package for our next contest. The question going into this match is can Michaels carry Batista no. through the match? Yes. I'd argue yes. Yeah, I'd argue yeah. yes. Yeah. yeah, he does. This was probably the batch of the night for me. I'm yeah. putting it out yeah, there now. Same. Yeah. Well, ladies and gentlemen, coming up in a heartbeat, it will be the legendary Shawn Michaels against the animalistic Bautista. Shawn Michaels showed so much heart, so much courage, and so much emotion when this situation started at Survivor Series. There's one man left for Austin, and that is Shawn Michaels. There's three men left for Bischoff's team. Austin's career is all in the hands of Shawn Michaels. This is looking oh. real bad. No, he's got a lead. One down and two to go. Michaels is up. Oh. oh the counter. The counter. The He's one kick away. Look at Bischoff. With a martial arts kick. And Austin knocking the hell out of Bischoff. Hey, Stunner. Austin got the stunner on Orton. And now Austin's going to open a can of whip ass on Eric Bischoff. Hey, hey, wait a minute. Hey, wait a minute. There's a damn, an animal. Batista. Batista. No. No. For the love of God, no. Batista's taking Michaels out. Orton's got to cover. Kick out. Kick out, Sean. Oh, got him. Sean Michaels did everything a human being could do. And thanks to Batista, Stone Cold Steve Austin's 14-year career is over. This job is the one thing that brought just a little bit of peace the stone cold heart you took that away from no no stop right there i didn't get beat in the middle of the ring eric bischoff didn't force stone cold steve austin out of this business sean michaels did look in the mirror because the man you'll be looking at is the man that you have to blame i looked in the mirror the man staring back at me had a clear conscience I gave the fight of my life at Survivor Series. If it wasn't for you and Evolution, Stone Cold Steve Austin would be here tonight. I think you are 100% right. You didn't cost Austin his job. I did. When I powerbombed your ass straight to hell. Hey, just come on down, you jacked up Nimrod. Let's finish it now. Batista versus Shawn Michaels. Damn, that is one hell of a great idea. My God, what an Armageddon. Batista and Shawn Michaels. Batista is a very special physical specimen. Muscles in places most people don't even have places. 6'5". As good as you are. 320 pounds. I'm that much better. The carnivore known as Batista. And Batista and Shawn Michaels have their date with destiny at Armageddon. Michaels will take chances. He has no fear. 
and no intimidation. Will be three and zero at Armageddon. Now try choke the life out of Shawn Michaels' career. My God, Batista is a oh. damn monster. I believe in Armageddon. Fair play, the gag you've got to fuck it. I know they say like that Michaels and Fair they can get a five star match with a broom. I'd rather wrestle a broom than wrestle fucking dangerous Batista. Mm, early Batista. Yeah. The Green Giant. Thoughts Greener on than um, Drax. So <laughs> thoughts on yeah, thoughts on early Batista. Greener than Drax. Yeah, dangerous. Obviously improves massively uh, as the years go by, but he's 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 showing signs of not having a It's hard to someone. do I believe that just over a year away from him winning the rumble. I'd even say then though he's not no, he's not even really there. He's, he's not. It's not until like 06. So he's, he's, he's big and he, I don't know, he's shiny. <laughs> he's shiny. He's, he's, his entire gimmick and charisma consists of, oh, I'm British and I'm angry now. <laughs> uh, he can't wrestle for shit. Um, I guess Vince McMahon just likes big guys, doesn't he? <laughs> he that's does. Well, well documented. <laughs> no, that's not new information. He does. Um, like Team Brock from Survivor Series 03. Vince's wet dream. Yeah. Oh, what a team. What Nearly a team. 2,000 pounds of mass. That's <laughs> all. <laughs> Vince, he's always just wants to be a big guy, doesn't he? And like the roids and stuff, and he got himself. I'm a big guy. I'm a, he's a yeah. fair fucking massive. <laughs> for a fucking but, aged elderly but, man who's terrifyingly ripped. But comparing to your Lesnar's, your Nathan Jones. Your A train. Yeah. Your hairy, hairy, <laughs> hairy big shirt. I bet he loves being by them. Loves it. So Shawn Michaels he makes his entrance first, and as we mentioned, can can he carry Batista to a good match? That's what it's all about. Batista comes out with Ric Flair, who is doing a lot of fucking work tonight. He's going to be out in a main event with Triple H as well. He may be out before that he's not scheduled to be he's not scheduled to put he's basically just chaperoning for the night yeah card subject to change as always anything could happen his second is kids so that's what it is that's right granddad took it take your job again in I'll take your bag of spice afterwards take your granddaddy to work then yeah oh that's it in this thing come on grandpa we'll take you to the ring it's all painting on it's freezing in here Put some bloody clothes on. Uh, Jim Ross, he says, what do you mean they're resting in their pants? <laughs> Something that fucking freeze I get fucking cold out there. Um, JR says that this is Shawn Michaels' 68th paper appearance. So, Michael, name all <laughs> Number one. Armbar. <laughs> I'd say number one would be one of the earlier WrestleManias. Probably WrestleMania 2. Yeah, he debuted at WrestleMania paper. Maybe. We should have done more recently. <laughs> <laughs> what, it's all 68 fucking... <laughs> fuck off! <laughs> I mean, I'm sure that's a list you can find quite easily on the internet. Hashtag Google it. <laughs> yeah, it's probably called Shawn Michaels WrestleMania. So, we'll put, we'll put it out to that, the Twitter audience. We'll, yeah, we'll start with number one. one. You'll just keep going and we'll see it this time before now and next episode we can fill in all 68 in chronological order as well. So that next time somebody asks the question, <laughs> you can go, wait, no, wait, I've got this. This question has been answered. And for bonus point, including his next pay-per-view appearance, it's not 
<laughs> Fucking hell, I hope there isn't ever another one. I hope from that Saudi Arabia show, Michael, that I never want to be another pay-per-view ever. Mm. So I'm not looking forward to tonight, and I'm fully, I 100% believe tonight's festivities will go down with a five-second Baron Corbin squash, and then a... Let's give everyone the match they truly wanted and send you out. Do you reckon? Yeah. It's probably the right move. Mm. It's well, the obvious. They, well, it's not the right move. It's too late. They should have changed the match. They had Raw this week to go, ah, oh, shit, we've made a mistake. Yeah. Yeah. It's been let's, so, let's, isn't it? Let's, you don't watch what you watch. You watch what I tell you to watch. It's the match. Damn it. it. Speed against power. Agility versus slowness. Skinny versus meat. <laughs> HBK's speed gets him an early advantage with some punches, but Batista kicks him right in the gut. Knee to the face and then face into the turnbuckle. HBK though blocks a kick, chops him in the chest and slides to the floor between Batista's legs. Flair though comes at him but gets decked by Sean. Flair absolutely rolls. I do love mm. how he'll get involved within 30 seconds in the match. One Flair punch and it'll sell, it'll sell it for can't fucking ages. Nah. Off, can he? <laughs> he can't, he's just like a kid in the same <laughs> shot. I need to sell, I need to sell something. I'm surprised he doesn't blade during one of these plans. <laughs> just for the fucking hilarity of it all. Uh, we get a suplex by Batista that gets a two. Harder up into the corner that gets another two. Uh, Sean sells like he's dead. And Batista digs his elbow into Sean's face and then his knee into his back. Another hard whip into the corner by Batista and then a blatant choke, which should have been a disqualification. Sean now fights out with chops and Batista gets a knee right into the stomach. And to be fair, I don't know, there were two or three instances with Batista's knees where I don't know if he pulls away. You reckon he's laying in? Mm. Mm. I don't think on purpose. I just think because he's fucking useless. Hasn't got a clue what he's Yeah, doing. I don't think you know. Yeah, because if you think there's a lot of weight coming in. Yeah. He's got big ass thighs and he's bringing them in from side coming in. Can he quickly fucking get the jolt on it to... Take away the momentum. Mm. Nah, just use his ribcage to stop it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's for. That does it, yeah. Um, into the ropes, flying forearm by Shawn Michaels. A kip up, but he eats a clothesline. And a whip into the turnbuckle and Sean's upside down. And he's probably, I do love that spot. And it's, it still does it every fucking match. And every time he does it, I love it. <laughs> How he does never kill himself. He's managed to manufacture that court, uh, turnbuckle in a way where he can go into it, turn up it, do a flip over and fall onto the floor and not fucking injure himself. Such an irrational way to react to being thrown. Of course it is. Why would you go in head first? <laughs> on the back of your neck on the middle turnbuckle. No one will ever know. <laughs> uh, back in the ring, uh, Batista covers for two, and a forearm to the face gets another two for Batista. A backbreaker by Batista, and then holds a knee into like a, a submission. Not quite Brock Lesnar's fucking uh, brand new. Are you familiar with Brock Lesnar? He's now got a brand new finishing oh, exercise. He's a stretch muffler. Yeah, he's now using it. He's just debuted. He's going to get Bob Holly with it at it's, Rumble. It's a devastating Bob Holly's getting it. Nothing worse than having your car Calf. draped over some <laughs> deck. Deadly. And all that blood rushing, all that blood rushing to your head. <laughs> oh, you good, is it? Sean has the band warming up. Super kick attempt is blocked, and he hits a huge spine buster that literally sucked the entire wind out of the crowd. The crowd were expecting that match to be over with super kick. One, two, three. On to the next. Mm. Oh no! Oh shit! We've got more. <laughs> That's what the wind was sucked out. That wasn't. Word, there's yeah. more. Oh, word, word. So, three hours later. <laughs> <laughs> three hours later. Yeah. Um, Batista picks him up for a power bomb, but uh, Shawn Michaels slides out and hits the super kick. Falls on top. One, two, three. 
gets the victory in around 12 and a half minutes. Um, but when Michaels covered him, his own shoulders were also on the mat. Yeah, he was definitely... It was a double pin. So, at the Rumble then, are we going to have a rematch? <laughs> Ooh. Uh, no. No. Shawn Michaels gave it everything he had. Everything he had. And now Batista. Look at that Tiger Bomb. And he's got it out there. And with the Michaels. Swan blind that Batista won this match. As well as what happens later. <laughs> yeah. Is that could be why? Probably. Probably because your memory it didn't remember this, it remembered that, and you thought, well, no one lost. I mean, it, was the night, it was the night evolution won everything. Yeah, yeah that's what I remember. Yeah. But what, Triple H but look after his bros, the clicks gonna always come out on top. Got ground force, mate. <laughs> gotta look after each other. But you know Triple H uh, not Triple H, Shawn Michaels watched that decent R V D match, saw that power bank out. It's like, nah, I'm not doing that. I'll just drop down. Yeah. Um, but yeah, overall, match. Decent match. Yeah. Better one of the... Better than I thought it would be. It's the question of, was it a good match? Or, or was is it, it just Michaels? surrounded by so much turf? Oh, it was surrounded by loads of crap. That it yeah, seems yeah, yeah. relatively better than it is. I, 100%. It was better by comparison. Yeah. As raw main events go, that was okay. Yeah. <laughs> Great television. Um, Batista is still in the ring. And he thinks he's won. <laughs> He's a bit pissed off. Batista angry. Batista uh, have one mode. Batista angry. Batista. <laughs> um, and he doesn't seem to want to go anywhere as up next. A match made this evening on Heat. Maven versus Matt Hardy. Now, Matt Hardy has a thing about not fighting people on pay-per-views. Zach Gowan being one where a match was made. And then Zach Gowan couldn't make it because he got beat up by Brock. Ah, ah, ah. He pinned. Maven this evening. <laughs> One, two, three. You saw. We all saw. Matt Hardy is undefeated on more pay per views. The match didn't really happen. Your winner, <laughs> Matt Hardy, the winner. Yeah. Uh, but Batista is in the ring as the greatest theme music in the world plays as one Wes Brown makes his appearance. Uh, oh, Maven, main event, Maven. Not quite the main event. We're getting there. We're in the middle of the card. Not quite main event. The main event. Not quite. It's the match after Shawn Michaels' match. He's, he's in the deflator match. At this point in his career, has he peaked or not, Maven? No. Oh, no. He's still on the cusp. Oh, he's still going. Because uh, he peaks in Survivor Series fucking 04 when he runs raw for one night and challenges for a title and loses. Stay tuned for that. <laughs> <laughs> we are continuing the action here this match. He's scheduled Maven and Matt Hardy, and it was made earlier tonight on Heat after Maven confronted Matt about Matt's treatment of Lita, Keith. Yeah. yeah, but wait a minute. Batista hadn't even left the ring yet. Batista is still, he's still woozy. Oh, he's, 
And that's really like it is. Batista is irate. Batista is pissed that he lost to Shawn Michaels. And Maven is waiting on the arrival of, of Matt Hardy. Because the referees are trying to talk Batista into leaving the ring, and I don't think he's got no intention of leaving. Maven's ready for his match. Tell you what, but he says he looks very disturbed. And I don't mean to, in a, in a, in a smart aleck way, he's Batista not leaving the ring. Maven is at ringside, awaiting the arrival of his opponent, and here he comes. And making his winning from Cameron, North Carolina, Matt Hardy. The man who's figured out so very quickly. Well, I lost a lot of respect for Matt Hardy the way he's treated Lita in recent weeks. Matt Hardy and Maven, who had a confrontation, they're going to start their, their match right here on the on the rentway. I don't blame them. The ring is no safe place to be. Oh, Rick Flair and Batista are still in the ring, and Batista got two referees in the ring. The referee that officiated the last match, and, oh, and the referee signed this match. And look at this on the outside. Well, as you said, these two got into it on heat earlier tonight. This match was made, and I think they're content. Well, no, now they're going to get it in the ring. They've been tossed in the ring by Matt Hardy and wait Oh, look out! Whoa! Wait a minute, is this? What the hell is this about? Batista almost beheading Maven and hits him again with another hard shot. Well, Batista, it looks like he just wants he wants to take his frustrations out on on anybody that comes near him. Any living being, Batista now taking his wrath and his his hatred out on on. Oh no! Losing to Somebody, what a power that's, And that JR is what's supposed to happen. It was supposed to happen to Shawn Michaels. Nate, has this match started? I think Nate is condoning this. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think there is a match. I heard a bell earlier, but Matt Hardy just enjoying this. There's a tiger bomb that sent down power bomb by Batista, and even Matt Hardy is looking on in awe of Batista, and Batista is literally destroying Maven here. Maven is absolutely helpless thanks to this assault. There's our, our trainer. Maven. I think Maven's in the same, uh, same situation or, that Batista was in earlier. I think Maven's knocked out. Matt Hardy sort of keeping his distance from Batista, showing a little intelligence when Maven is. And Maven has been decimated, physically dissected. And now what's Matt Hardy? You think Maven can have a match? Well, at least the referee's keeping Matt Hardy away. Maven is, is absolutely defenseless yes. thanks to Batista. The trainer's in there, but if you ask me, it was Maven on Heat that really wanted this match. He cannot wrestle this match. He cannot wrestle. Ladies wow. and gentlemen, the referee has just stated that because of the condition that Maven is in, he will not be able to wrestle tonight. Therefore, the match between Matt Hardy and Maven will not take place. Hardy is beside him. Yeah, he's beside himself. Wait a minute. Oh, wait a minute. What? Come on, what is this? This is... Oh. Matt Hardy just counted himself a victory here, and this is no match. This is not official. Ring the bell. Why not? I heard the bell ring to start the match. Well, Maven has been rendered defenseless, and now what? What the hell is this? Matt Hardy's acting like a maniac. Egomaniac. Well, there was own announcing. 
the winner is Matt Hardy V1 V1 the hell does that mean? mean he's the winner of the match. Well, I got that part. Yeah, so Maven makes his way to the ring. He's a bit hesitant. Batista's the still there. And then V1's music hits with the Matt fact. That Matt's fingernails grow very, very quickly. We've had that before. We have. Oh, I'm sure we have. It's a pretty before. disappointing Matt fact, I'll be honest. I was yeah. disappointed. And I was hoping for a second. I was. No, yeah. I don't like the new Raw V1 it's the Matrix one. The, it's more black and red and less green and white. <laughs> look at me like that. I'm going to take your word for if it. If you look at, go back and watch it now. If you go back and watch the Matt Hardy Titan Tron, there's a lot more green and white on it, where this one's a lot more black and red. And it's got more of a darker aspect to it because they say it's like the Matrix one. It's more of a darker okay. aspect. Well, either way, you can slap a tornado, so. <laughs> you can. And it you can dry up the sea, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so I you that's a, that is a tender good for best theme tune. Maybe the night battle of the best battle of the theme tune. Theme tune on a pole match. <laughs> Jim Johnson on a pole. <laughs> uh, so Matt Hardy versus maybe doesn't happen as Matt Hardy makes his entrance. They fight in the alleyway. Uh, gets thrown. Maybe gets thrown by Matt Hardy into the ring. One sloppy tiger bomb. Tiger bomb. And two sloppy tiger bombs later, and Matt Hardy. Gets the win. Yeah. Well, you, I, I, Batista's battle lost, but you saw the strong. Yeah, Batista left the ring by the time Matt Hardy gets in. Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, does that count as a victory, even though Matt was the one that counted the fall? I'm going to say yes. Announcer, so he still did a slow count. Announcer, so. wrestler, and referee all in one. Matt, who's he think he is? McFoley? He wants his three paydays. Is that how it work? Would you have to get three paychecks? Yeah, I reckon so. Three invoices. Three different jobs. Yep. As we said, Matt Hardy is not undefeated on Raw pay-per-views so far. One pay-per-view. One victory. One victory. V1. Uh, 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 Matt gets on the mic and says, the winner is Matt Hardy. V1. Backstage, Batista is going nuts. This is bullshit, Flair says. But Flair encourages him, saying that he's special. He says that he's still the man and to keep his head held high. I'm a champion. Yes, you are, Batista. You are especially your <laughs> champion. He's a good boy. You're my champion. I'm the best boy. You're a champion, but better than that, you're a man. How is that better? I'd much rather be a champion than a man. <laughs> Becky Lynch is both. Not yet. Oh, wait, no, uh, she is, because it's already happened. Oh, Bec Becky Lynch. Remember that time when <laughs> Becky Lynch won at WrestleMania? That was funny. In the main event. Oh, can you remember that time? Uh, Baron Corbin. In 15 seconds. Yes. <laughs> because be okay John Cena get Gangle kiss and then boom, scissors kick. I'd be okay with that. I would. Well, yeah, I mean, I'd like to be able to see him. It's wrestle, got to hurt, man. It's got to hurt him. Yeah. And I don't want to see that. If it hurts you as much as me watching it, you, you look yeah. hurt. His gate on the way to the ring. I'm okay. His knees, his knees are like a, a fucking <laughs> 70 degree angle at all times. It's, it's not nice. <laughs> Um, up next, World Tag Team title, Turmoil. Ooh. One of my favourite, ap apart from the... Um, you love Scrambles, um, don't you? A championship Scramble, that's my like one. Yeah, I love I like yeah. Championship Scramble. Oh, you're both broken. Yeah, a hardcore Championship Scramble. Hardcore yeah. Championship, fair enough. Hardcore that's Championship Scramble. But that's the WrestleMania 15. That's just, that's just whenever the hardcore... No, the WrestleMania 15 match. 
Oh, the Backlash 2000 match. Oh, Unforgiven yeah. 2000. Yeah, what, was that one? Uh, what WrestleMania was it where that just happened throughout the 15. show? Oh, no, no, no. no that eight, was 18. 18. Where, like, Maven won it and... Bobby Holly won it. Christian won it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Dudley's, Larry Zistance, Hurricane and Rosie, Lance Storm and Venus, Scott Steiner and Tesk, and Mark Jindrak and Gary Sinclair. Uh, state of the tag team division in 2003. Yeah, it's pretty atrocious. It's... Uh, no. The no, match yeah. is, it starts with a terrifying botch from Hurricane as he tries to jump to the outside. Yes. Ooh, that was a bit gnarly. Mm. Uh, I I enjoy tag team turmoil matches, but this one with how <sighs> you kind of knew with how the pacing and how it was going to be set, you can I always knew the Dudleys were going to be the, at the end. Yeah. Well, that, maybe that was a mistake because they. Then look weak for being annihilated later on. If they'd, if they'd survived the entire tag team turmoil. Oh, like, so we, we kicked it off with um, La Resistance and Hurricane and Rosie. I would have kicked it off with uh, Garrison Cade and Mark Jindrak. Oh, nice. Um, them to start and have them, if they're building up a new tag team. Well, they were, they, I think that was the, not the highlight. I really liked, I forgot how competent wrestlers they were. Uh, Garrison Lance Cade has always been Garrison amazing. Garrison Lance Cade, yeah. yeah. Where they've just dropped the Lance because obviously people have been competitive with Lance. Uh, too many Lances, yeah. <coughs> Can't have two people with the same name, Lance. Yeah, we don't do well with two people with the same name. No, obviously not. I mean, we've got what, Mark Jindrak. And Mark Henry. Mark Henry. <laughs> yeah. So, what, just call him. Yep. Chris Benoit, Chris Davinsky, Chris Jericho, Chris Steen. <laughs> Christian. Christian, yeah. <laughs> the lesser known Chris. Edge and Eddie. <laughs> Um, so yeah, La Resistance Hurricane Rose to start. Rosie hits the big spinning side slam on Rob Conway. He ducks Dupree, uh, side slams to Conway in the corner. Rosie stands there while Hurricane leaps off his shoulders with a splash. That gets the pinfall on Conway and La Resistance, who are dropping down the card faster than Sonny's knickers dropped through the New Generation roster. Which makes me sad, I like And Rosie they've forked out for you, Rick Rob I Rob. liked um, the original. Silvon Grognier and Rene Dupree. Yeah, I don't like Rob, Rob Conway. Conway. no, I agree. Yeah. I know they're trying to go uh, with Robert Conway and all this with his French, French sympathizer, mm. but no, it's not. He's not. He's not. He's what, not, he's not a bell end in a shit shirt. <laughs> yeah, he's just a dick. Uh, Jim Drack and Kate there up next. They're coming through the Edge and Christian entrance through the crowd. Shield. Jim Drack rolls up for a to eliminate them. Hurricane and Rosie are out. Uh, the fall took about eight seconds. Another one. The problem is with these matches, though, they've got to be quick, it can't be dragged on forever, but also, it makes your tag team division look shit. They're a job for quick, easy falls. That's it, I mean, tag team turmoil, but the first, the opening bout, two teams, they wrestle, and then immediately, those two teams are eliminated, and it's just a different tag match. That's it, it's yeah. It's just a completely different No one match. goes through, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Venus and Storm, they're out, and Venus and Jindrak exchange a bunch of moves to start out. Um, and then Venus and Storm, um, they're eliminated. So moving on, Jindrak and Cade, so at least they're getting one. Yeah, but, but throughout that fall, um, the crowd chatting, she's got puppies at the two valets. Got oh, yeah. Kings yeah. And, I just want to see the valets. No just, one's interested. No, one, like, no one's interested. I mean, if the commentators are not putting over the wrestling, then why are Never. Oh, the well, welcome to 2003. The fans are going to just be like, well, yeah, we've been told we want to see puppies, so we want to see puppies. 
Uh, then the Dudleys, they're out next. Uh, Bubba starts out against Cade. And this isn't much you would have expected to be on the pay per view. Yeah, I would have just had these two in tag. This would have done me. Absolutely just done me. Just uh, Dudleys against Jindrak and Cade. Just in a tag. Nice, solid 20 minute tag match. But it would then have made less sense to bring out a team for them to face. No, of course. This was just the put in Batiste from Flair. Yeah, no, of course. Of course. Uh, the Dudleys in a free deal to Jindrak for the victory, and uh, so they're out. And up next, it's their fucking Riley connection. Uh, Test and Steiner, your boys, everyone's boys, and mine. <laughs> I really enjoyed watching Test again. Uh, he does the, the Triple H thing of... <laughs> the sound every, effects every, are amazing. When, when I used to wrestle with my friends as a child, that was, <laughs> that was my go-to. Like, Let's put some steak on this hit. <laughs> 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 That's how you know you're getting hit. That's it. Uh, Steiner throws Devon into the steps. Test works over Bubba with a whip into the corner. They double team Bubba. Steiner, it's a release side suplex. Uh, Steiner actually, and it pains me to say it, he impressed me in this little thing. It wasn't his shit as double. No, he looks it wasn't like. Dump. Yeah, he looks like he's. Because he's running with Test now and he's like, well, you're shit, so I can bet with you. Well, I really didn't like the big boot spot. But big boot him! Big boot him! And Tess like, yeah, I'm gonna big boot him, that's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> oh, big boot! But uh, it wasn't even nearly going to <laughs> intended target. It was like, I'm just gonna go straight for you, Steiner, and hope that I get the person that's always moved. He's always gonna move. That, that, that only happens in like raw segments with really big ass heels and nobody, so they'll hold him and they'll let go of the second before they kick them. But crucially with that particular missed big boot like they weren't even close to one another no oh not there, at all there was a good foot in between yeah, not the intended recipient and Scott Steiner yeah. so Tess drills Steiner uh, full Nelson slam gets two uh, while he puts his feet on the ropes Tess uh, got absolutely zero of his own body weight he put his foot on the ropes and then yeah. held his entire body weight and, off the floor. and he's like well, the entire point of that leverage is to put more weight on uh, the person exactly. he's like I'm just going to hold my own weight like, well you're not going to well you're doing it wrong Tess uh, Tess rolls out to the ground grabs a title belt and a chair he throws a belt into the ring that the ref grabs. And he drills Devon with the chair and covers for two because Bubba pulls him back. Uh, Bubba hits the Bubba bomb onto Tess for the free count. And the whole turmoil match is over in 19 minutes. And still, your Royal Tag Team Champions, they're doing this. But, to paraphrase <laughs> Monster called Steve Austin. Off the boil on the ass of life. Tag team turmoil, battle of sexes, all these. What does he want? Gonna say something. In order to win tag team turmoil, you have to go through all of the teams. And there is one team who has yet to compete. What? Ladies and gentlemen, allow me to introduce to you Batista and the Nature Boy. What the hell is this? 
six teams in tag team turmoil. This would be the seventh team. And the Derbies have, have literally been decimated. Well, I think that Eric Bischoff is just... And there's just no way in hell I don't think that the Dudleys can, can withstand this. Both of them may have a separated shoulder. And look at Batista, this ravaged animal that just went ballistic after losing to Shawn Michaels earlier. Yeah, and he destroyed Maven. And he's taken over right where he left off with Maven. Look at this now. Maven's still getting medical care for what we, we understand. There goes downstairs on an injured Bubba Dudley. I don't think the referee even knows what's going on here. He's... He thought this, this tag team turmoil was over. There, focusing on the leg of Bubba Dudley. Oh, that's all about a figure four leg lock in Bubba's future, no doubt about that. And Batista, Batista, that that power bomb. You gotta be kidding me! You gotta. Wait a minute. You know what this means? Here are your winners and the new world tag team champion, Batista. just how insanely over the Dudley boys are. Oh, that, yeah, my that, God, that, yes. That was a standout moment for me, the insane My God, part. yes. I mean, Pyro helps. Pyro helps. Bitch, there's no explosions. Mm. Pyro, like, like tonight at Mania, it's... I know Pyro City. Pyro. Pyro helps. Look yeah. at all their entrances. AJ, I would say AJ Styles, his entrance needs Pyro. Yeah, it his, does. His, when he bows down and whips yeah. it off his top. <laughs> it, makes, it literally it makes the angles When he looks into the sky. There's nothing. And nothing happens! <laughs> Brock, big I don't like it. Yeah. But Eddie Bischoff comes out and says, in order to win the match, the Dudleys must go for one more team. Evolution! As the Dudleys, how as the Dudleys now go up against Ric Flair and Batista in a five-second squash. <laughs> and your new tag champions, I think Evolution are going to win everything tonight. Two down, one to go. Ooh. The evolution of the game. Oh. Overall, thoughts, tag team turmoil. My personal highlight was after Batista and Ric Flair had won and Batista got left hanging for a fist bump. Yes. That was a personal highlight of mine. Yes. Uh, as for the match itself, meh. Yeah, it's very yeah. worth it for the The highlight of the match is it was just JR's comment about Bischoff being a boil on the ass of life. <laughs> very <laughs> true. <laughs> very true. Um, did you get on the network Smackdown's little tribute and trip to Iraq? You uh, did. You did. The exact same footage that we had on Smackdown. USA. 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 Yeah, the, the Vince McMahon was weirdly emotive. Like, it's... Yes. The, the problem with 2003, I think, was... Oh, possibly the problem with now is that we're too self-aware, cynical, oh, yeah. sarcastic. Well, there's like... They, there was not a sense of irony or self-awareness. It was just, In America, we love our troops. Like nowadays, you wouldn't get that raw sincerity. No. There's no. There's much more of a... Showman <laughs> behind it. Yeah. And, yeah. But that was just uncomfortably honest. Up next, in a match that confused the hell out of Mike on last episode when we ran down the match card. Because like, where the you, fuck did that come from? Yeah, because I, I actually forgot Ivory was still employed. Ivory versus Molly Holly. See there. I, I, I also forgot Ivory. I'm not gonna lie. Still employed. Didn't write any notes on this match. Well, they're two in, 
two really good competent wrestlers and again problematic era they're just there was a nice shot of Ivory's cleavage well King spends the entire match trying to work out if the frustration that Molly Holly's experiencing as alluded to by JR is sexual frustration and they're just discussing sexual frustration yeah. throughout the entire match. Not putting over the wrestling one iota. No, 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 no. And so again, it's just, oh, oh boobs. This was literally <laughs> this big match. Was... Look at that lovely reverse. Oh, puppies. Like you, you need to train your audience. You need to tell your audience what to be invested in. And if you're telling your audience, just look at the tits. Then they're just going to look at the tits. Do you know the worst thing was as well? Is there was you've got two of probably the best wrestlers on the roster in Ivory and Molly Holly. Yeah. Who in building the right storyline with actually a bit of reasoning behind it could actually have gone somewhere. Could mean it. Could actually have, let's not get carried away. <laughs> um, they're only in there because it was Ronda Rousey. Main event would mania fucking whatever we're on eighty five well, or whatever would not be headlined by Jack, against Becky Lynch. Nia Jax punched Becky in the it's face. It's only there. Got her over. It's o- no, well, no. She when they first tried turning a heel. Um, people, people more pissed either. off that Charlotte was getting the push so because someone started beating up Charlotte they were popping for Becky yeah, Lynch yeah, yeah. that could have been any other girl in that position mm, not any other girl I think Galicia Fox starts <laughs> to be fair she'd get a massive pop she's like the most veteran <laughs> out of the whole fucking <laughs> entire roster um, the game that you know <laughs> So, Marielli gets the victory in after around five minutes, so not even a title change. First Did you say Molly's exposed? Nauseous, she has exposed the top oh. turnbuckle. Ivory blocked it. Look out! Oh, Molly! Face first in the top turnbuckle. There's a roll up. The top. Look out for the champion here. No, no, no. Molly. Molly's got it. I think Molly had some tights or was getting a feel or something. I'm not. Here is your winner. JR, you're just facing. Molly's sexually frustrated. Well, I, I don't know. I'm not Dr. Phil. All I know is she's the women's champion and our fans watching tonight in Germany and Austria and Switzerland and Liechtenstein and Luxembourg and Kuwait, Lebanon, Oman, Canada, Australia. They know what's going on. Possibly, like, if this, this show isn't going to go long enough, we need to throw, just go and have a title match, ladies. Well, speaking of not going long enough, it's time for your fucking main event. Main event. Ladies and gentlemen, we are just a couple of heartbeats, let's say three heartbeats away from the triple threat match of the World Heavyweight title. The match can be won by only pinballers to mission. There must be a winner. Let's go back to Survivors here and tell this one really kicked off. Sledgehammer! My God, Goldberg with a sledgehammer! Oh, downstairs on Flair! It's Batista! Here comes the legend killer! Batista and Orton get the sledgehammer! I can't believe my eyes! Goldberg has laid out all of evolution! Goldberg is to the sledgehammer out of the ring! Ah, out the spear! And now, Jackhammer! Oh, Goldberg has retained the world's heavyweight championship! You think this is over between us, Goldberg? Well, it's not. It's not over until I say it's over. Let the maybe begin. Oh, Henry on Goldberg. Wait a minute. What the hell? Oh, my God. What's Kane doing here? Kane is trying to destroy the world's champion. And he's doing a pretty good job of it. Why? Tell me 
me why I want Goldberg and I want the world championship. It's going to be Kane versus Goldberg versus Triple H in a triple threat match for the world heavyweight title. You came to me in a dream last night. You were standing in a brilliant light. One minute here, but the next you were gone. I thought you could stay, but I was so believe it's time for the main event it felt watching it i felt like then i looked at the clock and i was like two hours what no way you are not telling me that they're going to do 60 minutes nearly with triple h and goldberg and kane thankfully not thankfully not <laughs> just a very short pay-per-view yeah. um but yeah michael i'll leave this one to you explain to the world how we got here in this last month of tv Oh, just in the last month, or start the whole story? You can go way back to the wet time when Triple H left his mum's vagina, if that's how you feel like you want to go back. Hey, so, shall we start around uh, October 2002, when Triple H came out as the world champion, and was like, Kane, I know you're a murderer. <laughs> We're going all the way back to Katie Vick. Oh, Vick. oh look at Mark with the longevity of the storylines. We're going back to Katie Vick. Continue. So Triple H then decided to rape a mannequin in a coffin. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then fast forward to uh, July of 2003. Triple H defending his world title again against Kane. This time if Kane loses, he has to remove his mask. And Triple H ultimately wins the match with courtesy of uh, Evolution. Oh, yeah. It was when he was tagging with RVD, wasn't it? It was, yeah. Yes, it was. And then RVD came out and Kane... And RVD had a little fight. And Kane seemed to forget that the reason that he lost his mask is because he lost the match against Triple H. Yep. Who's busy fighting with Goldberg now for the world title. And I'm pretty just, sure it's mostly RVD's fault. And Kane's just too busy yeah. now fighting with Shaver McMahon for some reason. Yeah, so Kane <laughs> went through an, an, a weird obsession with the McMahons. After he got oh, the mask. Is this where he electrocuted his testicles? Yes. Yeah, after he tombstone Linda on the stage. Yeah, oh, man. That was, that was just after... The first sighting of Johnny uh, Just after Vince had paid Bischoff to try and rape Linda. Ooh, wow, I forgot that one. <laughs> that would have been a rich <laughs> That was a weird one, that one. Um, 
So yeah, after, and then Triple H and Goldberg have their rematch for the world title at Survivor Series, and then following night on Raw, uh, they're having a handicap match, and then Kane decides, I'm gone. I I'm so pissed off at you, Triple H. Come here. <laughs> Uh, how long did Kane have a disfigured face for? Was it one week, two weeks? Two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. He had patches uh, he of, had hair, patch of hair, a bit of blood, and then makeup. And then he had makeup and contact lenses. Mm. And now he's just. And now he's just has shaved top now, off. Now he's just Glenn. Now he just pulls faces. Yeah. I'm a bit ugly. Oh, scary. Um, we had uh, quite the ovation, I thought, for Goldberg as he made his entrance. He's still over. Yeah. Which is over. because I've never got behind Goldberg. I can't. I just don't like the. the powerhouse dominating boring lack of technical ability guy bad character thoughts on 2003 triple h um i'm happy to see that his groin's healed that sounds mm, wrong true uh, but true. he's gone back to you know the triple h he's wearing his normal pants yeah we have stupid long half oh, i don't like those three quarter things yeah. Yeah. half half well, yeah general overall thoughts on uh the, the run like triple h in the whole of 2003 has been world champion. Well, give or take a month or so. I remember at the time I was a huge Triple H mark. I loved Triple H. I enjoyed his uh, his, his power. Hey man, uh, and he's, he's like he gets he gets slated for burying stars and not putting people over and cement his own legacy rather than putting over. Oh, he buried the shit out of them. Let's not lie about that. Well, but, uh, I am uh, still a fan of all yes, of that. I um, agree. It's, like it's genius. Yeah, but it I worked. It's, it was successful. People were still tuning in. Yeah. Just yeah. to see him lose. And he yeah, weren't losing. Exactly so people right. would still tune in every right. week after. Well, he's finally going to get his comeuppance. But I didn't want to see his comeuppance. That's what genius I idea. Just trash everyone. Do it, double out. But who else was backstage going to help him get to the level he was at? Very true. Very true. Stephanie, what? Stephanie's jaw. <laughs> uh, so, main event time. Um, as always, coming in. Who are you expecting to leave with the gold? I was expecting Triple H to leave with the gold, but I wasn't expecting the finish out that happened. Did Kane stand any chance? I expected Kane to be the fall guy. In 2003, absolutely not. If that same main event was booked now, there's a lot more unpredictability. But in 2003, there was no way Kane was leaving with that title. Things um, made more sense back then, I feel. I liked the long stare down to start with Kane's facial expressions and... That's one thing about, yeah, he does do a good... I'm very yeah. ugly. <laughs> yeah. My teeth are weird. Hunter... I will shave half my head. <laughs> uh, Hunter jumps Goldberg from behind with a clothesline to start. Kane and Hunter work together to beat up Goldberg, which I always thought was weird how... They, surely the, the right sense with how you've been building Kane is Goldberg and Triple H would team together, get rid of the monster, monster. Mm. and then move on together. But you could argue that for any third of the three, to be fair. Yeah. No, but I don't know. Triple H a monster? No. No. Good point. Uh, Goldberg gets a big hip toss to Triple H. Uh, uppercut to Goldberg by Kane, followed by a sidewalk slam. To the top, but Goldberg slams him down as Kane as if he was fucking Ric Flair. He went straight over. Uh, military press into a power slam on Hunter by Goldberg, and he sets up Kane for a spear, but Kane boots him in the face. Kane hammers away on him, but Triple H jumps into the on with the choke. Kane gets a big uppercut on Goldberg, double suplex on Goldberg, and Hunter taps Triple H on the arm, giving him the thumb up sign. So it's like, oh, you're working together now. Hmm. Is the new member of Evolution going to be Glenn? Friends. <laughs> well, they tried, didn't they? Uh, Goldberg back up. He ducks a clothesline from Kane, and that clothesline hits Hunter, sending him to the floor. Kane signals for a choke slam, but Hunter comes in with a chair 
Um, aims for Goldberg, but he moves and it drills Kane in the head. More <laughs> tag team dissension. Uh, Goldberg sends Triple H down. He puts the chair on Triple H's ankle, but Kane stops Goldberg before he could do anything. Which I don't understand why I'd let him just break his ankle and it's me and you now, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah why didn't Kane just go for Triple H? Mm, weird. Plus, he's just throwing Goldberg out at ring. He's yeah. got the ankle, pin him. One, it's two, very three. strange. <laughs> very strange. Uh, Kane tosses Goldberg into steel steps. Uh, Kane takes off all the stuff from what was the Spanish announce table. Uh, he goes to Goldberg, but he blocks it, and Goldberg goes to the jackhammer, uh, and he jackhammers Kane straight through the table. Una blocks it with a chair to the ribs, chokeslam through the table instead, but it sends Goldberg sliding across the table and not quite through the table. Awkward. Like um, the, that Spanish and announce table. Triple H has to go high risk. <laughs> Well, yeah. I'm going to get you through it, motherfucker. I'm going to get you through it. Um, Kane, though, he props Goldberg on the announce table. And as you said, Hunter, he climbs the security wall, drops an elbow that puts Goldberg through the spot because we've got to do the spot. And if the spot's been agreed backstage, that table's got to go. You have to unmarry that table. It's the Spanish announce table. I've decided you're going through a table, so I'm not going to cease <laughs> until you go through this it's table. It's the Spanish announce table. It has to be broken on pay views. Kind of like. A rule? I think it's a golden rule at that point. Yeah, I'd rather say so. Uh, the uh, match then escalates to the um, ringside uh, up to the ramp. Uh, Kane, though, he finally pulls Triple H down the ramp and crashes him into, uh, carries him into the ring. Um, he gets back in. Goldberg charges him with a spear, and all three are down. Goldberg covers Kane for the two. Triple H broke it up. Goldberg decks Hunter with a big right, but Kane trades blows with Goldberg. They all start throwing punches. Goldberg looks like to be winning. The crowd's getting in it. But here comes evolution. After another spear onto Kane, it is like it's like watching Roman Reigns. <laughs> this is the only move I've got that can do you in. Watch me do it. everybody. <laughs> uh, evolution come down, led by Orton and Flair. Goldberg fights him off. Another spear by Goldberg to Triple H. This time though, it was a bit weaker. Kane though breaks it up at two. Goldberg starts to choke him. Kane gets the choke of his own. It's like a double choke. It's the Reminded me of the spot of Big Sean came from years ago where I'd yeah. be holding you and you'd be holding me. There's a bar fucking dogs, man. We're holding each other back. Hunter, though, he gets a low blow onto Goldberg because obviously it had to have. Can't just have Triple H just winning with a fucking pedigree, does yeah. it? Has to have shenanigans. He don't even win with a pedigree, though. That's the story. Well, yeah, the, he uses Kane's fucking chokeslam. Kane chokeslams Goldberg, gets rid of Kane, pins Goldberg, and you're fucking new. Sleazy victory. They have everything. Now, um, I was... Evolution of gold. The evolution of gold. As Armageddon goes off the air with a perfect spot, the iconic spot of evolution stood on the stage. All titles. All with the titles up in the air. I think it's a good shot. Great I, shot. I think it's, oh, it's a brilliant shot. Great, great shot for you guys to pay for you. The, yeah, the, the only saving grace of this pay-per-view. It's kind of slightly pay-per-view. But uh, it's a pretty shot. <laughs> it's a shit pay-per-view. <laughs> Slight away. The only saving grace is the fact that evolution come out of it with all the gold, which I thought was a good angle. Uh, I think I like how it's going to go forward because now you've got all the faces going to be chasing the heels for the gold and I always yeah. prefer it, it's the better that way. the chase because um, then you've got the heels uh, using the champion's advantage in all the matches yeah, yeah. You can use all the cowardly tactics to keep the but gold but you can imagine reports uh, that they were true saying that a lot of people backstage were pissed off because as we keep joking about it probably was true that Triple H if you're a buddy of mine I'll sort you out. Yeah, we'll we'll be at the top of the mountain together. Oh. Kane with a choke slam. The choke slam by Kane. Batista, Batista's out here. Batista pulled Kane out of the ring. Triple H has got the hook. I can't believe it. What? Triple H has pinned Goldberg. 
champion, Triple H. Triple H is the champion. Oh my God! I can't believe it. Batista restraining the pain after the long robot for Triple H. Well, all of Evolution figured in this with JR, Randy Orton, Gates, and then Batista, but look what the results are. It was a total team effort by Evolution, and Kane can't believe it. Kane was within inches of becoming the heavyweight champion of the world, but thanks to Batista, that dream has turned into a nightmare. And Goldberg, what is his fate? Has he been busted up? Will Goldberg ever be the same? Unbelievable. I mean, we saw Kane actually put the finishing touches on Goldberg. What a night for Evolution. Triple H has regained the world heavyweight championship. Good night, everybody. So, Michael, as always, Armageddon 2003, I want to hear. Best match of the night, worst match of the night, and if Armageddon was a superstar of the Ruthless Aggression era, who would he be? So, match of the night, uh, Shawn Michaels versus Batista. Second, as, as we spoke about earlier. Worst match, Mark versus Booker. Why do we have to have that again? Why? I'm asking you actually, why? I don't know, not look at me. You're supposed, you've got the only more notes than me, you should know. No one tells me anything. You're reading the dirt sheets. Nelson, don't know. Because we have three hours to fill, and even three hours, we can only fill two and a half. Yeah, <laughs> that's why. Uh, and if it was a wrestler, I'd have to say purely pay for you booking wise. Triple H, evolution of gold. <laughs> Same questions, David. Um, I think I'm gonna have to agree with both of your best and worst matches. Uh, I'd argue possibly that the IC title match, but I think. No, Michaels stole the show. Mm, yeah. Best match of the night. It's Michaels. Yeah. Uh, yes, yeah. No, it's not Batista and Michaels. It's Michael. <laughs> Michaels, Michaels had the best match. Michaels had the best match. Who was he wrestling? So it doesn't matter. It's just Michaels. Yeah. Michaels had the best match. A big log. The boost. And if uh, Armageddon 2003 was arrested of the uh, Rufus Aggression? Mm, who could you compare him to? Who could I compare it to? I'd say probably Jamie Noble because it's just short in stature and kind of irrelevant. Ooh. Ooh. I that. I that. <laughs> you did not bad mouth, Jamie Noble. I love Jamie Noble, don't get me wrong. Uh, I'd say best match of the night, Shawn Michaels, obviously. Worst match of the night, Batista. <laughs> and uh, if uh, Armageddon was smacked there was a star of the Rufus Aggression era, it'd be Rico. Rico? Yeah, used, Armageddon used to be good years ago. But I think we should leave it there, Dave. Thank you and welcome. Thank you. It's going to be a long and fruitful journey. It's been a hoot tonight. <laughs> hoot tonight. As always, Michael, let everyone know where they can find us on all forms of social media. Well, you want us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram. Uh, it's at our podcast. That is it. So until next time, when it will be the final stop of 2003, with the last bit of Raw and the first bit of Raw and Smackdowns, obviously, in 2004. As we build towards the Royal Rumble. The Royal but as Royal always. Yeah, baby. As always, I've been Dave. That's been Big Sexy. And that's been Dave. Better Dave. <laughs> Until then. Peace out, people. Ruthless aggression. It's my life, my time, my rights, my rhymes, my grind, my struggle, hustle, sweat, and my blood, too. I'm ready to smell fear. I smell a lot. My competitors flex here. Yeah.
smoked, I was hot. I want it all. Excess, the sex, much success. Stress up, I want it all. No less. So come on.